Welcome to Locally Sourced Joey. Love having you here. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, a couple ways you can do so. You can reach out on Twitter or Instagram at Joseph Currency, or follow along on Podbean, or leave a review on iTunes. Always appreciate it. Joined today by brother and sister duo Jocelyn and Chris Arndt, who have a CD Edges that is just fantastic, and they're awesome people to boot. So let's just hop right into it. I will apologize for the sound quality. I was not in the usual studio, and my on-the-go techniques for recording are still subpar at best, but still a great conversation. So let's hear what they have to say. How are you guys doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Trying to avoid the uh, Texas heat here, but otherwise not too bad. I can't even imagine. Sounds brutal. I've never been that far south this this close to summer. (laughs) Yeah, I would recommend holding off until until fall. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a little bit nicer than a little bit a little bit it's still pretty rough but not uh mm-hmm. not nearly as bad as it is now how, how hot is it out right now um it's about i think it was like 95 last time i looked and then there's a little bit of humidity going on too so it's uh it'll get you soaked pretty easily yeah. it's, like, it's like 77 here yeah. <laughs> it's like paradise amazing and where are you guys right now uh, upstate New York. We're actually at the studio. We're uh, Albany, New York. Okay. So. Good deal. Yeah, I feel like New York, like spring and summer, is is lovely, but I don't know. Those winters are tough. Yeah. Well, we're we're uh, we're big winter sports people, so okay. we really love winter. That's but perfect. For you. I definitely. I think if we were not, it would be pretty brutal. Yeah, I can understand that. So what's your what's your uh, go to winter sport then? What are you like best at? I love just. And Chris is a big I'm a snowboarder. Yeah. So. I've gone skiing once. It was in China at an indoor skiing place. So. I, really? Uh, How was that? It was. It was interesting because obviously it's not real snow, but it was. Uh, you know, it seemed pretty real. It was like piped in through some machinery they had, and uh, <laughs> you could take a little like ski lift up to the top. The whole place was probably. I mean, the whole hill was maybe like 300 feet. Like it wasn't very. Very long or steep, but it was plenty, uh, plenty slick enough for me to fall down a few times. So. Okay. Oh yeah, for sure. You don't need a whole lot of space to do that, but that's awesome. That sounds fun. Where were you in China? Uh, I studied abroad in uh, Shanghai, and then we took a bunch of different day trips or weekend trips to like Beijing and Lijiang and Thailand and Hong Kong. So, highly recommend yeah. if you're ever back in college and want to study abroad somewhere. That does sound like blast. There you go. Next time, next time you're in China, check it out. I forget the name of it, but I'll find out. Being in China, yeah, there probably are a lot of places like that. So yeah, you'll be fine. But anyway, we can we can uh, hop into music chat, which I know we've been trying to set this up for like four months now. So glad we're finally getting to talk. No, 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 it's mostly my fault. I'm doing a bunch of bunch of traveling and nonsense and all that. So. We're good. We're good. Well, we finally got yeah. it to work out. Yeah, yeah. It's a wonder. It's a good day. We can chat. It's all good. Um, I would love to know just at the beginning, like how how old were you when you first started playing music, and then what was it like when it's like, hey, we can we can make this a thing. Well, I mean, I started piano lessons when I was in fourth grade, 
And I remember because I used to take tap dance lessons when I was little, and I hated it. And I was <laughs> awful at it. And uh, it, was, it was a terrible experience. <laughs> Mom and Dad, I don't want to be a dancer. I want to play piano. And they're like, all right. So fourth grade was the, was the, the year that the music started happening. And then Chris started guitar. About a month afterwards. I was in third grade at the time. Yeah. He's the baby brother. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> we wanted to play different different instruments because our parents kind of suggested it initially because they didn't want it to be a competition. Yeah. Actually, I originally, I really wanted to play the piano. My dad was like, no, Jocelyn's already playing the piano. So he just, he just like, went out one day and bought me a guitar and brought me to the guitar teacher. like, I got a surprise for you. And after school, we went to, uh, to Vince, the guitar teacher. Vince. And, um, Vince. That was kind of it. I was like very little, very little action on my part, but I, uh, I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy that. I think that worked out very well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then we kind of started playing together because we were, you know, we say we were practicing in the same living room, so uh, we might as well, you know, collab a little and kind of snowball from there. We started writing our own music in high school, and that was kind of a big, a big change. We've been playing covers in a band called The Dependents. And um, decided that, you know, covers are cool, but it would be really cool if we could write our own original music. Yeah. So we did, and we were playing at a local fair, got the attention of our now producer manager, and uh, four years later, here we are. Yeah. Do you remember the first song you wrote? Yeah. It was called I Can't Go With You. <laughs> and um, it's actually... Sometimes it finds its way into our repertoire still today. It's still, uh, it's, it's, I, mean, I say it's still in design. Yeah, actually, it's the first thing <laughs> we ever wrote, and it's, it's on an album. We, we sort of self-produced, came out with an album in high school with our band, Independent. It's on that album, but I would say that um, even though it's the first song we ever wrote, I don't think it's quite done yet. It needs something else. Every time I hear it, I'm like, oh, <laughs> it needs something. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. <laughs> we'll come back to it sometime. <laughs> Well, that's a lovely segue into uh, just what is your overall songwriting process like? It really, it depends on the song a lot. Um, Jocelyn definitely, you know, being the singer and the English major, is um, she's, she's really into the lyrics and she's really good at writing lyrics and coming up with awesome melodies and stuff. And I more handle like the, the like the, I guess the arrangement and like the, the underlying chord structure and things like that. Um, but as far as like, like the process to go from like, you know, like, like uh, the origin idea to a, to a finished song, it really depends, I think, a lot on who comes up with the first idea and like then how, how we like it when the other person adds their part. So if, if I start out with like a rhythm or, or like a, a riff or something and I bring it to Jocelyn, and um, she did something with it that, like, you know, maybe I never expected the song to be taken in that direction or something. That can really open up a whole lot of new kind of stuff. Or this, the same thing can happen when Jocelyn comes to me with, a, like, a melody and some lyrics already in her head or whatever. So. Yeah, so we start from, with, we, we, we each come to the table with different ideas. And mm -hmm. then from there, we kind of piece things together and try to add to it until and it's, kind of layer things until we get to Yeah. Although I, I have to say, you know, having written a couple albums worth now. I don't I don't know if I ever feel like a song is completely done. Even now, like we still we're workshopping songs during a rehearsal or something and it's like, oh like what if we went there here instead of like the place we usually go? Constant addition, which 
kind of cool, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, so then the, the live show is kind of a, a little bit of a different experience because you might take a song in a, in a different direction then? Yeah, definitely. Okay. I think that happens uh, a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's pretty cool to, to, to be able to, you know, offer, offer a couple of different experiences. It's cool. The CD is kind of one version of how each of them And it's, you know, probably, you know, we worked really hard on it. So it's Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Do you get a lot of fans coming up being like, hey, that sounded much better than on the CD? Or are they like, what did you do? Like, I'm used to this one version. <laughs> <laughs> we, get, we get quite a few people saying, like, wow, you know, your, li- your live show like, is, is, is really awesome. Yeah, we actually do. We get people saying, I love you live more than the CD. Just because I think, you know, the energy comes across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something, there's something just so, so immersive about, like, you know, being in front of a band and, like, getting pounded in the chest by the bass drum and stuff like that. It, it just, <laughs> it, it, that, that doesn't come across on a CD, but I don't know. It's, it's kind of... There are definitely people who really, really like... Right. Yeah, yeah. There's a certain level of polish that you can achieve in the studio, too. So I guess they both kind of have their ups and downs. Yeah. But uh, I don't, it, it, it's interesting to see the way people react. There are certainly people who... Uh, Luckily, no one so far has come up and gone like, "Oh my gosh, what did you do?" But there are definitely some people who like it better on the CD, and I mean, it's always interesting to hear either, either perspective. Very cool, very cool. And I'm a big fan. Um, having played a little bit around Austin, um, I'm I'm always kind of interested in like the horror stories of live shows. Um, and you don't have to name any name any names here, but have have you ever had? <laughs> a gig that was like just everything went wrong or there was just like something super strange about it or it was in like a really yeah. weird place or anything like that? Oh man, yeah. it's weird because <laughs> the shows like, I mean, it's happened before where I feel like the shows where the most stuff goes wrong, it still like manages to be a pretty good show. Like, was it, uh, we were, we were somewhere down south <laughs> and uh, Chris, you know, the strap locks on Chris's guitar failed like twice in the same set. Yeah, the guitar just like fell off. <laughs> Like two times in a row. I had to like catch it mid solo. I was like, oh, that's not supposed to happen. And that was the same set where my monitor, I don't know, something happened to my monitor. So it's just like completely, I think, I think they started to get feedback. They just killed it and decided like, I shouldn't really need a monitor. (laughs) I was like, all right, like fine. I can just like fly blind here. And and David, our drummer's (laughs) monitor in that that show, his his monitor somehow like, (laughs) got turned out to about a million. And I remember afterwards, he was like, oh man, my ear hurts so much for like, he was saying that for like a week and a half. It was like, it was a, it, there were a lot of issues. With but then you started that, we were all like, yeah, it was a fun show. I'd be like, wow, what, what happened? Like, it's always amazing. You think like sound check, if you have a good sound check, everything's going to be set for the show, but especially in festival shows, when, when there's a different band on the stage yeah. every hour and the sound guy's, like really tired or overworked or whatever, like you can think your monitors sound amazing and then you'll go out there for your set and you'll be like, what happened? What are you <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear anything, but it's all right. Yeah, those shows are always still fun though, Sam. Seems, like, oh, you, yeah. seems yeah. like you bounce back pretty well. <laughs> and you can, you can also share, if you have a favorite venue, I'll let you, it's not all negative here, you can, uh, is there a place that you like I've always dreamed about playing, or, or after you played, you were like, wow, that was amazing, or is every show like that? 
I mean, as a show. Yeah. Pretty cool. Last weekend. So last weekend, I would say standout was we were playing in Southbury, Massachusetts, at a place called the Blue Ocean Music Hall with Delta Ray, and we we had the chance to play with those guys for for two days in a row. We played with them in Portland and then Southbury, and they're amazing. So first off, that was super great seeing them live, and I've always been a fan of the vocal harmony that they do. But the place that we played. The it Blue Ocean Hall was literally on the ocean. It was. It was over the ocean. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> at high tide, like at high tide, the, the waves were um, like under they, the yeah building. under the building. It, it was it was elevated out of the ocean. So the green room actually had like water underneath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apparently, during the storm and high tide, the green room windows like get washed by waves. It, it, it's kind of crazy. Wow. That was pretty good. There was that was certainly a memorable. It, it's really surprising, you know, there, there are certain venues, like, I mean, I guess every kind of venue has its charm, you know, like the, the, the small bar, bar gates and the club shows and things like that, they all have a certain, like, their, their unique little twist on, 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 like, what a venue is, you know, so there's something, something really interesting about each one, but it's kind of surprising, like, even the venues you go into, like, after, you know, maybe a 17-hour car ride or whatever, and you're really tired, and, like, uh, I just want to get to the hotel room and sleep, and then, you know, there can be a crowd. We, we were in uh, Fayetteville, Arkansas, and we played a show for, like, 11 people on, like, a Tuesday night after a day and a half in the car, and we were all just exhausted, and we hadn't eaten or anything. And the, those 11 people were, like, one of the most engaged crowds we've ever had. It was amazing. The show was just so much fun, you know? It, 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 it can be a total surprise. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> so do you... I mean, I guess that kind of... There's a little hint of how you might answer this, but I think I read you you guys did like 150 shows last year. Is that right? Is that too high? Too many? Too too little? Yeah. 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 I, think, I think somewhere around there. I don't know. I'll count. So yeah, how do you, I don't know the exact number, but that sounds like it, it's definitely around there. <laughs> so how do you keep up the energy then with that? I mean, that's, that's a lot of shows. It's definitely a lot of shows, and it gets, you know, it gets a little, it gets a little hairy in there, but... Honestly, like, helps to love it. Yeah, no, it. I don't know. Something kind of happens when you go up on stage, and all of a sudden, yeah. you're, just, you're just immersed in it, and kind of. I think a switch gets flipped. Yeah. Where tired is not a thing that happens when you're on stage. I don't know. I don't know. But and then of course we get off the stage and we're all exhausted and falling asleep in the car. But I think the the car rides and you know 3 a.m. travel make like. It's, it's worth it. It's oh, yeah, it's never sure. so worth it. It's never, it's never like a chore to play a show. No. <laughs> Very cool. Well, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tap you for advice uh, because my band is going on a little bit of a tour. It's like six days, so it's nothing too crazy. But oh, what, this good. is our first tour, so what, uh, what are your, your must-dos, must-brings, something that you might not think about? First off, congrats. That sounds sweet. Yeah, that sounds like a um, Thank you. Yeah. Where are you guys going? Uh, mostly around Texas. We're heading up to Oklahoma for a little bit, and then basically all around Texas, because it's a big state. <laughs> yeah, it's a very big state. I've only been there the one time, but I was like, man, we've been driving for like six hours, and we've driven through <laughs> like maybe a, a sixth of the state. <laughs> that sounds yeah. about right, yeah. <laughs> I always bring Silly Putty, um, just because 
I have a thing where I have to be like, I don't know, my hands have to be moving all the time. So in the car. I like that, yeah. Also, you have that, that quiz app on your phone. Oh, yeah, I have this app called Sporkle on my phone. Oh, which, um, Sporkle it, is it, wonderful, it's yeah. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> it's S-P-O-R-C-L-E if you're interested. Basically, you download it. And it's just the users on there make a bunch of quizzes like, oh, can you yeah, can you name like the lyrics from the chorus chorus of like every Michael Jackson song or something like that. Like my favorite is like uh, the things that Rick Ashley promises in Never <laughs> Like stuff like that, like just like random quizzes. But uh, no, that that that'll definitely that'll get you through like uh, you know those last four or five hours of the car ride that everyone's just like so done with it. That that that's, that's sort of like the final push, I think. And ice tea. Is another important one. I, I, I drink so much iced tea on tour. Are you a are you a sweetener or unsweetened? I'm I'm an unsweetened person. Okay. Um, just because I feel like if I had that much sugar on top of all the caffeine, <laughs> like it would just I I would probably have a heart attack. But yeah, no, it can get there. There are certainly some some pretty pretty hairy stretches in there when you haven't seen a bathroom for a couple hours and you're drinking that much iced tea. It can get, it can get really hard. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I don't think anyone's ever asked for, like, life on the road. I, I never really thought about what we bring before. Sour Patch Kids. So, yeah, stuff Ooh. like that. <laughs> I would say be careful about how often you stop at McDonald's. They can get <laughs> Well, the problem is when you're done with the show and it's like, yeah, like what else is open? You're like, oh, yeah. well, where are we going to eat? Oh, it? that's actually Waffle House. Oh, wow. Waffle House. That when we're, when we're in Waffle House, there he is on tour. Waffle House sustains us because Jocelyn so, doesn't like eat before she sings. So, you know, we get off stage at like midnight and we pick up all our stuff and it's like one and we haven't eaten. And we're like, well, we could do Wendy's or we could do Waffle House. <laughs> I feel like, so I feel like as like New Englanders, we have a different. Like, I don't know, maybe maybe Waffle House is, like, not the cool thing to, get, to go to. But, like, when we get into Waffle House territory, it's like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Loaded hash browns all the way. Oh, like, we don't have those. Those are so good. So we get it, it's like, it's like, it's like a delicacy. Yeah, it's funny how I went to school in Miami, so then driving back, like, when you start getting into Waffle House territory, it's like, <laughs> it's like they're all over the place. But until then, oh, it's, it's like so sparse. Yeah. That's remarkable. Yeah, you can't get away from them. <laughs> like, spread them out a little bit. Come on. Like, let's get some down south. Come on. But I digress. I guess I guess IHOP's a fun. No, it's not. IHOP doesn't compare. I can't say that. Yeah, honestly, like, I've been to, I've been to most of the major major diner chains, like IHOP and <laughs> Denny and Waffle Yeah, I mean, you yeah. know, I, I, I've eaten a lot of 2 a.m. meals in my life, <laughs> but especially for somebody that's 20 years old. And, and really nothing compares to Waffle House. IHOP and Denny's just, they taste like, they're like Applebee's. You know, they taste, they, 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 I mean, they're, they're edible, but they taste, they taste like, they taste like somebody microwaved something, whereas Waffle House is like, you know, you can see the griddle. Because you see them with the butter yeah. on the griddle, and you know it's good. Yeah, you know they haven't washed that griddle in, like, 10 years. Oh, it's just all the flavors on it. And it's just, like, exactly what you want. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness, and I'm craving waffles. Good work. <laughs> that's, how, go. that's how you know it's a good conversation. You uh, end it craving <laughs> waffles. Good deal. All right, we'll get you out of here pretty soon, but what is next for you guys? What do you have planned the rest of this year, next year? Beyond. We're 
planning to keep the calendar uh, pretty busy. Yeah. We're, we uh, are... Well, we're in the process of uh, writing another album right now. So we're going to be recording that pretty soon. And we're also doing, we're recording like a, we're, I think we're going to call it Softer Edges, which is sort of a, a version of Edges where we, we've twisted all of the songs. In the um, acoustic, semi-acoustic. Acoustic-ish, yeah. yeah. But on top of that, we are, um, we're actually playing a lot of shows this summer. Well, I, on tomorrow morning at about 6 a.m., we will wake <laughs> up and go meet our uh, David, our manager, slash producer, slash drummer, slash driver. <laughs> and he's going to take us to Milwaukee for the weekend, and we're going to play Summerfest. And then we've got some shows sprinkled throughout July. And then uh, August, we're going on a tour for like four weeks. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, busy yeah, it seems like, it seems like you're keeping yourself busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I always like to end with a top three, but because there are two of you, it will be a top six, but you can answer, you can, you know, divvy it up however you want, but two different top threes. This is, it's a lot of math already. I'm confusing myself. But uh, I'd love to know, since you have a very, I forget what the exact quote was, but it was like something about you, like, encapsulating the sound of the 60s or something like that, and, like, you know, being inspired by the 60s. It was a lot more eloquent than I just said it. But... Um, I saw that, and I was like, oh, that's actually, like, a very good description. So um, I would love to know just your top three songs from the 60s, any point of the decade. And since it's summertime, your top three activities you can only do in the summer. Oh, man. I'm going to do the summertime. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw something on the summertime list first just because that, that, that's more immediately obvious. Do it, do um, it. Being from upstate New York, if I didn't say getting soft serve ice cream was one of my top three summertime activities, I think I would just be like excommunicated from from life here, um, because that's like what everyone does every day all the time. That's that's the thing to do here is go get soft serve ice cream. That's so. true. Yeah, it's true. What's your What's your go to flavor? Uh, well, soft serve they usually only have chocolate, vanilla, or twist, right? So it's like that's those are the I, I usually go with twist okay. because it's uh, you know, the best of both worlds. That's the correct answer, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> twist. Man, it's like what I'm going to say 60. about summer. Was, um... Oh, so many great songs. <laughs> I'm going to throw out there the animal version of uh, Hot Oh, yeah. No, that's not much. Because we used to cover that when we were in middle school and... It made us feel like badass. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were really, we were really like, you know, is, uh, really is, against the grain. <laughs> was me and my Bob McGee in, in the 60s? Yeah. Or was that like 71? We can say it's 60s. We'll allow it. All right. We'll, well confirm it afterwards. And that's definitely on the list because awesome. that, that song, I could listen to that song on repeat for like, Ever. And the doors. Yeah. Like my fire. There are so many good <laughs> <laughs> That's a good top three. That can be on the list. Like yeah, the let's do that. We don't That's usually fun. say the doors. I don't know why we don't say the doors. I love the doors. I like the doors. Yeah, those are great. Yeah. Good song. Um, that, that was three, right? Yes. Okay, and then for the summertime list, we've got we've got, we've got soft ice serve ice cream. Got ice cream. I'm gonna 
say, I'm gonna say, did you say besides music or or? It can be whatever. Whatever. Is it a cop out if I say like playing outside? I mean, it is a little bit, but we'll we'll allow it. It's fine. All right, allowed. All right, fine. Okay. Well, because the thing is, like in the winter, you're usually hold up more in bars, which is fun. But then, like the summer, you get to like you get to like be outside. Activities inter intertwining. I like it. Yeah. Good deal. Well, that's all I've got for me. Any any final words of wisdom you want to impart? Have fun, I guess. When are you guys leaving? Uh, next Friday. Well, we have a show in Austin on Wednesday, and then the actual traveling is next Friday. Oh, okay. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. I'll let you know how uh, how much iced tea we consumed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. That's it. Keep a running tally by leaders. I mean, you know, make sure you know where the next bathroom is. <laughs> yeah, there yes. was uh, there was, there have been a couple of roadside stops for us in in emergency scenarios, <laughs> but that's always kind of awkward. Yeah, I had to walk through a swamp once to find like. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. No, it, was, it wasn't good. So just, you know, make sure that doesn't happen to you. Don't, don't get stuck in the swamp having to Don't let it. But, uh, no, uh, yeah, just have a blast. That's so awesome. And thanks for having us. Yeah, really, thank you I'm so much. I'm glad we finally got, like, we made contact. Yes. Yes, it, it happened. It was wonderful. And thank you guys for, for taking some time to chat. Best of luck with everything. And holler the next time you're in Austin. We definitely yeah, will. Okay. And if you, uh, I don't know if you if you already have a copy of Edges, but if you send us our uh, send us your address rather, we will send you some swag and Oh, I would love that. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Awesome. Good deal. Well, Jocelyn and Chris, you guys are free to go. Enjoy. <laughs> enjoy the rest of your lovely day and not swampy heat everywhere. Yeah. No, it's pretty beautiful here right now. Enjoy yeah. the air conditioning. Just rub it in. Thank you. I will. Every everything is like over air conditioned in Texas because they have to compensate. So it's you go from really hot to like freezing immediately. Yeah. It's good for it's good for the sweat gland. Exactly. Exactly. Have a good one. Love it. All right. Yeah. You too, guys. Thank you. Bye.
Thanks for listening and stay jolly. Walked into a butcher shop the other day, told the guy I bet he couldn't grab the slab of meat from the top shelf and I'd bet him $100 on it. He said, I can't do that. The stakes are too high. Get after it today, people. <laughs>